Welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah, and I'm here today with Jen and Ashley. This is Ashley. We'll chat about our Unabridged Book Club's pick of the month, recommend related books, and share our nerdy English teacher love of reading with our Unabridged highlights and with short episodes featuring targeted topics. To follow along with our schedule, visit our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hello, everyone. It is summertime. That's one of our favorite times of the year. And today we are coming at you with book and drink pairings for this lovely summertime weather. I feel like breaking out into song, but I'm not going to, (laughs) to spare everybody's ears. Before we get started, I just would like to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. That helps us so much and helps other people find our podcast. Now, let's get started with our book and drink pairings for this summer. Who would like to start? Go ahead, Jen. All right. Um, So the first book, I don't know if I should do book or drink first. I'll start with the book. So the first book is a really light, great summer read. It's Laura Dave's 800 Grapes. I read this a while ago, so I have to say some of my memory of the plot is a little fuzzy. But the main character finds out that her fiancé, this is a spoiler-heavy book, has been keeping a huge secret from her. And it makes her very upset. And so she decides to go back to her safe place with her family. And in this case, that safe place is a vineyard, um, which definitely made me think of summer. That's my safe place. Yes. (laughs) So you can understand her inclination. (laughs) So Georgia flees from her fiancé goes back to her family's vineyard and then discovers that her fiancé is not the only one keeping secrets, that her family also has things that they have not told her as well. So there's drama. And I don't want to say that nothing bad happens in the book, but it definitely feels like a summer read. It moved really fast. It it was a really compelling book. I really enjoyed it. So to pair with that, of course, I am going to recommend a wine. This is a wine that I sampled when we were celebrating someone at this table's 40th birthday. <laughs> so this is from Muse Vineyards. It's a local winery. And it is the Talia 2017, which was a very light wine. It was very delicious. So I think that would be a great pairing with a light summer read. So that is, once again, Laura Dave's 800 Grapes paired with Talia 2017 from Muse Vineyards. Sounds Yummy and interesting. Yes, both of those things. Uh, so I guess I will go next. And the the one that I wanted to talk about first, I also read a long time ago, so I don't remember a lot of the details, but I did love it. This is Pat Conroy. Yay. And um, yes, I <laughs> loved him for a long time. And so I've read almost all of his works. And this one is Beach Music. Um, it is set, it, it moves between two different locations. It is set in Rome and also in Charleston. And so it moves between the present time and then, which is set in Rome and then travels back to the, to his experiences in Charleston. And it's a lot about working through hard things that happen and finding a way to move forward and um, his 
his writing is just really lovely, really poetic. And so I think it's a great fit for the beach. Mm -hmm. And then his settings are very important in, in Conroy's writing. And so I think that it's a great thing to read at the beach because it is really grounded in the beach atmosphere Mm -hmm. and, yeah, I think that setting plays such an important role that it's nice to read it in a place that has those connections for the reader. And I would pair this with a Negroni. And if you have never tried Campari, that is definitely an experience you should have. So, so, and you will find that either you love it or you don't, but it has a strong flavor. And so a Negroni is gin, vermouth, and Campari. Campari is quite bitter and tart, but also, I think, really enjoyable. Um, It has a really nice – it just has a very unique flavor. And so I thought that was a good fit for this because it is refreshing but also kind of bittersweet. And I'd say that that's a lot of what the book is like. It's just that – yeah, it's that moving forward and dealing with hard things. So then I think that like the drink that has a bit of bitterness, but it's also refreshing. I think the book is a lot that way as well. So again, that is Pat Conroy with Beach Music. My pairings, I when I think of a beach read, I think about books that are either really fast-paced and move really quickly. So like thrillers or mysteries And also then books that are funny or romantic or have um, strong relationships in them. So my first pairing falls into that first category, a mystery, kind of a murder mystery, and that is The Dry by Jane Harper. I actually did read this book over the summer, and what I really like about this is I thought it was really compelling. I wanted to find out who did it, who did the thing in the book. But I also thought that the characters were really well drawn and I thought the atmospheric way in which she developed the setting of the Australian outback and that it was just so dry and there was this drought. I mean, you could almost feel the dust in your mouth. I mean, it was just so, so well written. And I thought it was a great read for the summertime. So this story follows Aaron Falk He is a hometown boy in this small town in Australia, and he comes back to investigate the murder of his best friend, Luke. And what we find out as we read the book is that he has some some really fraught ties to the community. He was involved in a murder investigation in his teenage years, and Luke was his alibi. We find all that out pretty quickly. And it, so the whole story falls on him trying to figure out who murdered his friend and all the details surrounding that. And it's just very compelling and very, very good. So I thought it was really good. My drink pairing for this, I chose it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that it has to be a cold drink because nobody's <laughs> going to be drinking a hot drink or a red wine in this heat. And also for the name, Ashley was kind enough to bring in a bartender's guide to the galaxy, <laughs> to the <laughs> Which world. Which has been well loved in our house. Um, and so there was actually a drink called the Diablo. So that to me seems hot and there's so much, <laughs> it's clearly hot, but also there's a lot of evil that is occurring in this book that you have to uncover. And I 
that reminds me of the devil. So I'm just going to go with this drink. But it is comprised of tequila, creme de cassis, lime juice, and ginger ale. And I also wanted to say that you could also pair a nice cold beer with it. And I did look up Foster's, which in America, that is Australian for beer, that whole thing. (laughs) But I did research this, and it is not... It is not a drink of choice in Australia, so it is more popular in the UK. So I did look up a popular one, because this is important work, (laughs) and it is Victoria Bitter. Uh That is one of the most popular beers in Australia. So I think you could also have a cold beer, because it's very hot and dry. And if we have any Australian listeners out there, please let us know what, what beer of choice is often popular in Australia. All right. I loved that book as well. It was really good. Have you read it, Ashley? Nope. I will add it to my very extensive (laughs) summer TBR list. Did you read The Lost Man yet? No. I will say I liked that. I I loved The Dry. I liked The Lost Man even more. That was her newest one. So. And they are all. They all have Aaron Falk in them, right? Mm. He is the no, no. That's that's a standalone. So the other two do, and that's a standalone. But I was going to say that would be another great read, and you could pair it. I bet with the same with the same drinks. So but there is another one with yes. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, we can put Sorry. it in the show notes. <laughs> yes. All right. So my next pairing, I was wavering because so the author for sure is Megan Abbott, who I really love. She writes really dark noirish. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're always mysteries. That they're in the ones I've read. I've not read all of them. In the ones I've read, there is some element of mystery, but it's more about just this kind of grimy setting with these people who aren't always very pleasant and oh my goodness they're really compelling and you totally want to know who's doing what and why they're doing it so I was torn between one that I've read and one that I haven't read so I'm just going to talk about both very quickly give me your hand is one that I have read that I really enjoyed and it is about these two friends both women who are just as close as sisters until one shares her deepest, darkest secret with the other. And that basically ruins their relationship. It is, I don't remember exactly how much later I'm going to say 10 years later and they end up working in the same lab again and dealing with the aftermath of this now shared secret that no one else knows. So, that is all I'm going to say because spoilers definitely are a danger. The one I want to read is called You Will Know Me. And this one is about gymnastics, which does not sound dark or gritty. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there is a violent death at its center that just, yeah, every, every time I've heard someone talk about this book, it makes me want to read it. So that is on my TBR list which is, as Ashley said, my quite extensive TBR (laughs) list for summer. So pairing this, I am pairing. Okay, I am weird, and I like dark beers all year round. Like when you said the red wine thing, like I don't really care. I'm not a seasonal drinker. I just like dark beers all year round. I like stouts. I like porters. It doesn't matter the season. So I am pairing this with another local drink. This is Mole Hill American Imperial Stout from Brothers Craft Brewing, which is very good it's really dark and chocolatey and again not really a summer read but I feel like that darkness is reflected in Megan Abbott's work so that is my pairing 
my tripling, I guess, since I talked about two books. I don't know what that is. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> that one. Um, so the next one, well, I will say I had a different one selected, and which I had read at the beach. So I think that probably yeah. is why it came to my mind. And then Sarah informed me of what she informed you all of about how she thought that thrillers were often beach reads, oh, which yeah. is not what I would say. But apparently that's common knowledge. Oh. I did not know. <laughs> Do you think that? Yeah. Because okay. they're li- like, it's not that they're not dark, but they're light and compelling and often they don't require tons of thought. It's yeah. more just about. Yeah. Yes. So true confessions over here. Light and thriller do not go together in my mind. <laughs> but moving forward, I loved this book, and it is, in fact, a thriller. So I adjusted to um, help out with the <laughs> with the appropriate beach reads Way here. to be flexible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how flexible I've been. You anyway. have not been sampling drinks, just so you know. <laughs> it's just been a long day. It's not nearly that exciting around here, but maybe one day we will do that. So... What I wanted to talk about is Oyinkin Braithwaite's My Sister, the Serial Killer. This one has been all over Instagram. So you have probably, if you, if you are spending time in the Bookstagram community, you have probably seen the image. I was captivated by it. She is a Nigerian author and is a great storyteller. And I was interested in... The sister component, and I was also I was just interested in why I was so popular, kind of because, like I said, I don't really love th- thrillers in general, but this one intrigued me. And so it is, in fact, about two sisters, as you might guess, and one of them is truly a serial killer, and that is clear in the premise. And so it is about Coraday, who is the older sister, and she is in this position right at the beginning of having to she's been contacted by Ayula her younger sister and it's clear that another incident has occurred in which she had to defend herself mm-hmm. under questionable Ashley is rocking the air quotes hard over here <laughs> under questionable <laughs> circumstances and so it's really the story of Corday's perspective on her sister and how to navigate the things that are happening and yeah, the pathway that they're on together and a lot, it sounds like it has some similarities to what you were talking about, Jen, as mm-hmm. far as uh, secrets that they keep and how to navigate that and what that does to their relationship and also to each sister individually. It was a super compelling story. I loved it. I was really captivated and I wanted to see what was going to happen. And it's one of those books also where at a certain point I thought, I'm not sure what I want the outcome mm-hmm. to be. But I always think that that's interesting in a book when you don't even know what you want to happen to the characters or for the characters. And so I felt some of that in the story. But I just thought that it was really rich with commentary on connections between family members and what we will and won't do for them and what we tolerate with them. So, again, that was My Sister, the Serial Killer, and it's by Oyunkin Braithwaite. And I wanted to pair this one. I Googled this 100%. So <laughs> true confessions over here, <laughs> readers. In our house, bourbon drinks are the way that we often go. And we, so much so that we really don't keep bourbon in our house with good reason. <laughs> so I haven't sampled this one, but I will say that it was a great, it has a great name and it sounds delicious. <laughs> so after I Googled interesting drink names, 
Also, if you're ever going to have a murder mystery party, there are lots of great articles out there with all kinds of drinks to to choose from. (laughs) So this was an interesting pursuit. Anyway, I will link in the show notes the article that I found this in. But the particular drink I selected is called Mind Eraser. And Sarah vouched for the fact that it tastes delicious. Mm -hmm. It does taste delicious. So what it is is Kahlua, vodka, and soda. (laughs) And all of that sounds super yummy to me. And, and very refreshing for the beach. And also, I mostly chose it because it's called Mind Eraser, which mm-hmm. seemed fitting for the serial killer novel. So that's it. That's I my pairing. Like, my <laughs> I would like to see. So when I was reading Ashley's pick, we have a doc that we share. I read My Sister the Serial Killer with a Mind Eraser. And I thought, huh. Like, it's like a companion or a sequel. Uh, anyway. So I just, yeah. Maybe that will be the sequel. That, that but it could be something like that. I would read another book. By her in a I heartbeat. She's well, great. I have to say, I received that book for Christmas, and it's still my TBR because I just cannot keep up. But it's it's also kind of nice because it's a small it's yes. a small book. Yes. It's not too thick, and it seems like there's not a ton of words on the page, so it's perfect for summer. You can sn- snap right through mm-hmm. it. So. Yes, and very compelling. So it moves very quickly. Yeah, that's that sounds great. I really want to try to get to that this summer. So my last book is a book I read this a very long time ago, and it falls into not the thriller category, but a book about relationships. It's a lighter read, but it does have some heart and some depth to it. And it's called The Glass Kitchen, and it's by Linda Francis Lee. And it follows Portia Cuthcart. She has always wanted to stay in her Texas town and run her grandmother's or her grandmother's restaurant called the glass kitchen and there are some events that occur that make that impossible and she ends up having to move to new york to live with her sister and in this dilapidated brownstone that was left to them in a family member's will so it is the story of the sisters' relationships. There is a neighbor who is a widow, widower, and he has a small child. And th- there's this relationship that, and friendship that builds between the child and Portia. There's just all these relationships and really rich uh, development of those relationships that I really enjoyed. And then there's this magical realism in it about the food. And from our episode 68 on cooking, books and books about food you know how I like a book about food regardless so it has this element of her baking and showing love through the food she makes and I just really loved that whole that whole thing the food the family the relationships and again it was a quick light read I just really enjoyed it so that was The Glass Kitchen by Linda Francis Lee and the drink I chose for this one a note that you don't probably know about me is that I worked in a cocktail bar when I was in college, and so I served tons of cocktails. And one of the one of the shooters that we would we would serve is an apple pie shooter. Well, I found a drink called the a- apple pie mm-hmm. drink, which is just about three ounces of apple schnapps and a splash of cinnamon schnapps. I chose this because I feel like. When I think of apple pie, I think of homey. I think of gatherings and sharing food together. And I just thought that was perfect for this book and this this story about family and sisters. So that's my drink. I tend to not like really sweet drinks, but I would try this one. 
<laughs> so that is, again, The Glass Kitchen by Linda Francis Lee. Do either of you have anything you want to talk about before we conclude for today? I did wonder, have you read Like Water for Chocolate? I have not. That's another good magical realism, food-centered book. That's mm -hmm. quite good. Oh. Mm -hmm. I've not read it for a and long it's, it's quick. time. Is it? Mm -hmm. I have to put that on my TBR. Mm -hmm. I feel... <laughs> which is very long as we've covered already. <laughs> well, we wanted to thank you for listening today. If you try any of our summer books or any of our summer drinks that we talked about today, we'd love to know about it. Otherwise, please, again, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. That helps us so much. And we look forward to hearing what you thought about the episode. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We would love to hear them. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, on Instagram and Twitter at UnabridgedPod, or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com, or on our Patreon page. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light. Many thanks to Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer, and Tim Rieger, our videographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged. <laughs>